Travel Kit for the Mental with San Canessa. Rise and uh, thank you for this cup of coffee for I don't know why I need to get up today. I'm San Canessa, squeezing your mind and gut tightly from Central America. I'm a painter, artist, noisemaker, mover, dancer, bipolar, queer mushroom, reporting from El Salvador. Yes, that tiny little nugget below Guatemala, <laughs> below Mexico. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Survival Kit for the demented, lovely, centered souls. Gratitude today for my friends and family who helped me make sense of this life. Gratitude for the voices in my head that guide me to record these fascinating, controversial, existential subjects that we're going to dive into and disseminate together. Mental health and expressive arts. My meditation teacher keeps repeating the importance of starting the day and to-dos with gratitude. So I did. Maybe one day we will talk about the bloody art. Not today. Today is a day about authenticity. Mm. Attempting to make sense of it all. Together, maybe, we will create a survival kit to endure our mind and this world that makes no sense. May this podcast inspire you to play and doubt everything seriously. So, the first episode, thank you for listening. What the hell am I doing here? What am I going to talk about? Oh, I said authenticity. You know, it's pretty amazing that I'm sharing this with you. Um, And it's pretty amazing how life, things just kind of come together when you decide to take it on. I read that in a book somewhere for sure. Um, I had the label, you know, the brand. I did the research, the podcast, to do's, what not to do, which I'm mostly doing things you should not do. But so I had, you know, everything, the skit, the tools, yada, yada. And it was so boggling to come to this place where I was, you know, blanking about what to talk about on this first episode. And I realized that what made it difficult was how difficult it was to be authentic, how vulnerable this space is. You know, how vulnerable it is to step out and share your story, right? Many people with personal blogs are probably saying, duh. Yet still, I hope this inspires you to do it so you see what I'm talking about. And so as I was talking to different friends, you know, we kept talking about being authentic and sharing our voice and our expression, regardless of what you're going through. I don't identify as bipolar, yet I do 
I've been diagnosed. I'm on medication. Um, and I'm so much more than that. And I have a mood disorder. It's very easy to share when things are good, life's on track, you know, you have plans and ambition, and you're feeling good, you're, you know, having sex, you got money, you got ideas, and you got, you know, goals, and all that human thing. And then it's hard to share when you got nothing. When you got nothing, when your ambition has slip down the drain when your desire to be who you are is not there at all and the pain the pain that becomes present when you can give a lot of you but there's that part of you that you cannot share because it's not accepted because it's not pretty because it's not what we do and honestly you know I'm from El Salvador we are a culture that thrives from pretending like you're not feeling well well either don't leave your house or put your game face on and play the role that makes you sick Literally. So, blessing in disguise, this bipolar thing. I can't lie about it. I can't hide it. I mean, some people in my life are tired. I'm tired. But still, I have the right to be authentic. And so, this first episode, disclaimer, I'm coming out from a low. I moved to the other side of the world in pursuit of an expansion in my artistic career, and I had a wonderful partner, and things were good. And then I had an episode, and I made sure to burn the house down. So, I'm recovering from that now. And this podcast is a gift to myself. So, I had the intention to do this podcast to contribute. Because in this time that I was burning down the house, quite frankly, comedians like specially only Maria Bamford and podcasts like the Mental Illness Happy Hour saved my life. Yeah. And so I said, hey, why not add to the puddle of survival kit tools that someone, somewhere, maybe one day, driving down a road, feeling like they'll just fucking turn down that ditch, puts this on and says... Hey, I got this. So, I think that's a fucking amazing reason. Thank you, Maria. Thank you, Mental Illness Happy Hour and everyone who came in to talk to Paul. 
seriously. So let's dive into this authenticity. I think it's time. Now you know about me a little bit, not too much. It'll take me a while to be authentic. By the end of this, I'm hoping that I will be. That is pretty, pretty ambitious. So, authenticity. Googled it. Mm-hmm. One. Meaning in Google when you search. Authentic. One. Of undisputed origin. Genuine. Two. Based on facts. Accurate or reliable. Like a mood chart. Mm. Three. In existentialist philosophy, relating to or denoting an emotionally appropriate, significant, purposive and responsible mode of human life. Holy shit. They did not consider people in the spectrum in that. No offense, anyone in the spectrum. God. So how about we just call authenticity the permission to be me, the permission to be you. Gratitude, shit. Now let's get real. This is the survival kit for the mental. And these are hard times, my sweet, sweet peeps. These are hard times for me. I believe that there has been indeed harder times. Like when I went to rehab, or when I tried to end my life, or when I tried to steal things, or when I tried to run away from the cops, Mm -hmm. or other situations in which I've been in danger. In this moment of my life, my mind is the most dangerous thing I can face. Self-doubt, apathy, lethargic. I mean, there's all this information out there to be better. And I just don't want to read it anymore. I feel like I've been reading it for decades. And of course there are improvements. I'm making a podcast now. I'm thinking about what authenticity is. I'm trying to dive into the best version of myself so I can give love and be kind and give back for all the times people have given to me because I've been inconsistent, unreliable, impulsive, very, very, very convinced that it's my way or the highway. So I've heard people of course and and I don't want to be taking anymore I want to give because up to this point the most painful thing I have experienced in my own mood swing 
disorder, unhealth, health, illness, is that I have just taken from people. And I've taken from them because I've wanted to fill this void that is completely unfillable by the outside world, by culture, by people that love me. It is, I'm learning that it's only for me to fill and discover what this kind of, you know, empty hollow walnut inside my chest is about and what it needs and what it needs to create and destroy to grab my attention and what it needs to keep and cherish only for myself as protection. And so, very interesting now, I mean, let's say that I've gone up and down 30 times now in my life. So in this number 30, you know, the new decade, this new low, ooh, God, it's exciting. doesn't feel like it, but it probably is exciting. Yeah, your past doesn't define you is something I've been hearing a lot. There's parts of your past that works that you can grab to identify and find a place of direction. But, I mean, my memory is a swamp. God, I have blank swan lakes in my mind. Definitely a side effect of the medication, some could argue, but... Truly, the way I grasp memory, how do you grasp memory? Do you remember details, scents, sounds, smells, specific parts of the conversation, like auditory, or mostly how the person was sitting, how their mouth was moving? Opening the door to this authentic authenticity segment and period accepting others as they are accepting our feet as they are accepting the dance of trance as it is accepting that sometimes what you need to accept is unacceptable yes let's all be together now and back and forth. Authenticity. I have learned so much about it this week. This phenomenon called authenticity. While attempting to create this episode. Back and forth I have gone. Firstly asking way too many fucking opinions. Maybe listening to too many podcasts. Maybe communicating with too many friends about what I wanted to do or family members and kind of 
attempting to make sense of it all. And they just really fucking confused me more. And I saw how that was my need for validation. And interestingly so, I am maybe naive and I am also wanting to do this podcast to not need to be validated anymore by anyone, only by myself. This was an amazing lesson because I see how it applies to most areas in my life, this need for fucking validation, and it keeps me pushing people away because when I'm not okay, I don't want anyone close. And I've suffered and I've been in pain because of that need of not feeling worthy enough. I'm the youngest out of three, and even though I was marked the rebel, it has come to my attention that it has been I who has struggled the most in finding authenticity and my own voice. And check me out, still a process. When it comes to being authentic, I have to speak about the dragon ghost pink elephant called self-doubt, a.k.a. low self-esteem or severe case of self-judgment. I realize that there is no way in hell I can be authentic if I'm constantly asking permission for myself to be or needing the exterior world, culture, professional, medical entity to tell me I'm on the right track, I'm doing good, I'm worthy. It's just from me to me from you to you. This might be a primary school course for some, and for me it's like a master's degree level. I'm like, I made it, I'm here, okay, let's do this. I did not know that I would enroll in a master class this year. Subjects as like self-acceptance, autonomy, business, expression, mental health, at the top of the chart. This is a big umbrella. And so here I am, trying to get real, which fucking scares the shit out of me. Scares me to be real, myself, and others around me. The diagnosis of bipolar 2 and gender dysphoria have always been quite the mystery to me. Yes, I am genderqueer. And yeah, I am bipolar And this last part, the bipolar part, is still a process for me to accept. It depends on where I'm situated in the mood chart, whether or not I have a problem with it. So as I mentioned before, it's been quite the journey for me to understand for myself what authenticity is. As you might perceive, culture loves labels. I love labels and hate labels. I label everything. And I want to fucking burn all the labels down. Kill, kill, kill. For instance, I went to my psychiatrist today. 
And don't get me wrong, she is a great doctor. And we were going down the DSMV, seeing tendencies of pathology, pathological behaviors. I, you know, could possibly fit into because it's like trying on shoes. And I was sitting there, in a way, observing within myself how I truly wanted this person to tell me who I was. And understanding that only I will know that. And that scares me. I want her to tell me sometimes. And so there exactly this permission to be authentic regardless of the weather and this permission to express what needs to be expressed as long as no one else is getting hurt because love and expression you don't leave wounded people in the way someone said to me once which I think is pretty wise And so, yeah, the survival kit for the mental, authentic. How have you been authentic this week? I would love to know in which way you've experienced yourself the most authentically this week. And I please, please would love it if you wrote to me and shared these stories with me so I can keep growing and talking to you about these subjects and themes when you're in the spectrum and when you're not in the spectrum. Please write to me at mentalpopcorntime at gmail.com and tune in. Let's grow together. Let's explore this road into becoming ourselves again and again and again. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. I don't know if I believe that for myself, but just, I hope you're okay. A lot of love. Till next week. San Canessa.